books. In today's training, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be talking about the process to reprogramming your mind and why would you want to do something like that? Well, it's very simple. So you can get what you want in your own life. That's why you're going to want to pay attention to this because nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to happen unless you change the way that you think. You ever wonder why so many people, uh, they're very successful, they even make it look easy, whatever it is that they're doing or accomplishing, and you're sitting there thinking, man, why am I not doing, why am I not doing that? Well, it's because you don't think the way that they do. You got to start thinking like the person you want to become. And so that's the process here of reprogramming your mind. And why this training today is so, so important for you. Uh, because, again, if you've been setting goals, this is pretty classic because I already know what's happening. You've already had dreams about what you want to do in your life. You've had some opportunities to do something about it. And every single time you got in your own way, you self-sabotaged yourself. Maybe you took action for a bit, but then you end up quitting. It's all in your mind. That's why that's happening. And so when you change what's happening in your mind, you, of course, are going to change your results. Okay? So, again, this is probably going to be one of the most powerful trainings you uh, watch. It's definitely something they don't teach in school. And as far as I'm concerned, I'm with Earl Nightingale on this. It's really a secret. Because if we look at the way people live, we will see that they don't understand. I was on a call with somebody, one of the clients I have. And I was like, so... Do you understand about do do you understand about having a positive attitude? Do you understand taking responsibility? And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I understand." I was like, "Really? So why do you keep acting that way if you understand?" And I was like, "You see, you don't understand. You know, but you don't understand. Understanding is in our subconscious mind, ladies and gentlemen. Knowing is in our conscious mind." It's the subconscious mind that controls what you do. So if we really, really, really want to understand something, we know we understand it when we can also act it out and we can also explain it to someone else so they understand it. You know, so when somebody says, yeah, I understand what it means to have a positive attitude. Really? Can you explain that? Can you explain what causes a person to have a positive attitude? Most people cannot. Nobody's fault, by the way. It's just someone would have to make a decision to want to understand. So if you're joining us right now, we're here live on YouTube and Facebook and also on TikTok. Uh, I appreciate everybody who is joining live. My commitment to you is helping you get what you want in your own life. So I don't care who you are, where you are. If you follow the steps that I'm going to lay out today, uh, I can guarantee one thing. 
your life is going to improve. Your, your life is going to improve, okay? The quality of your life will improve, increase. Uh, success is going to happen uh, more often. So here's the deal. There's one thing that you must do if you're really serious about getting what you want in your own life. You guys know what that is? Who knows what it is? I got people on YouTube and TikTok. What is the one thing you need to do if you're going to get what you want in your life? You got to make a decision. You have to make a decision. Now, I love reading from Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill because he's he's ahead of us on this. He's been he did it himself. He wrote books on this. And by the way, this book was written, if my memory serves me correct, uh, in, I wonder if it, if it tells us, because they obviously republished these books. Yeah, 1937. 1937, he's writing this. Think about this. 1937, this book was published. Probably a little earlier than that. Just let's call it the 30s. Okay. 1937. Just think about how long this information has been out there in the world. But again, most people, they don't do it. Uh, What does he say? He says it right here. One of my favorite, favorite uh, quotes here. Accurate analysis of over 25,000 men and women who had experienced failure disclosed the fact that lack of decision was near the head of the list of the 30 major causes of failure. This, there, this is no mere statement of a theory. It is a fact. Listen, procrastination, the opposite of decision, is a common enemy which practically every person must conquer. Analysis of several hundred people who had accumulated fortunes Well beyond the million dollar mark. Let me stop. This book is written in 1937. He went to, I guess, over a hundred, several hundred people who already earned a million dollars. Understand what that amount is today. Okay. They all disclosed the fact that every one of them had the habit of reaching decisions promptly. This means they reach decisions very quickly. They don't delay. They make a decision, they act. That's exactly what it means. And they don't go back on their decisions. Like I made a decision about five years ago to start doing this. When I first did my seminar uh, and training online, nobody showed up. I've been making a decision every single day. This is why I'm here today. You got to make a decision and you can't go back on it is basically what he's saying. But people who fail to get what they want in their life, without exception, they have the habit of not reaching decisions at all. And if they do, they take forever to make decisions. And when they do make a decision, they switch it up really quick. You see, I'm just paraphrasing here. My point is, is that think about how many people don't know how to make decisions. Their parents made decisions for them. So they don't know how to make a decision. 
I mean, it's this this is on so many levels. They not only know how to make a regular decision. They don't even know how to make a decision for themselves because they don't invest in themselves. It's not common. So when we're talking about reprogramming your mind, what we're talking about is changing the way that you think so you can get what you want in your life. Well, part of changing the way that you think is you need to make a decision to do it in the first place. Right? Nothing's going to happen if we don't make a decision. Nothing will happen if we don't make a decision. Now, let me read this one more thing here because it just came to me. Because I would probably say after, I don't know, several hundred people that I've probably worked with so far in so many different ways and different capacities, I'd probably say, what is the one thing that really piques my interest so much? is what really causes a person to want to change? Because it doesn't really matter what I say or do. It's on you to decide to take action. It's on you to say, you know what? I want X in my life, and I am willing to do whatever it takes. Devori, lay out the steps, and I will do exactly what you tell me to do. What causes a person to do that? To, to do that. Now, a lot of people might think, well, it's it's you, Devore, that would be the cause. No, it's not. In fact, it's out of my hands. Let me read this. There is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. Now, let's just think about that. There is a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, and belief. Now, there's a difference between saying you want to change your life, wishing that you want to change your life, and actually being ready to make that happen. Being ready for the change. Being ready to do whatever it takes. There's a difference there. And it happens, it's different for everybody. You know, some people, they have to hit rock bottom. They have to basically lose their family. They basically have to go broke and live on the corner to finally say, hey, you know what? Okay, obviously my way isn't working. My ego is done. Tell me what to do. And I don't wish that upon anybody. I don't, I don't believe we need to go to those levels to truly take charge of our lives. But some people require it. That's why you can't get this wrong called life because one one or two things are going to happen one you'll you'll make a decision to get better or god the universe will keep in a sense <laughs> uh making things come into your life that continues to put that pressure on you to say hey you need to change you need to change you, you need to change so how do you get yourself in a position where you're ready to receive the good things that you want how do you get yourself in a position where you're ready to get the things that you want that's what we're talking about today is you got to reprogram your mind. Okay? Let's read this again. There's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for what they want until they believe that they can get what they want. You see, you got to become the person first. That's exactly what he's saying. It's exactly what he's saying. But most people are trying to go after things and they're not that person yet. 
Like it starts in the mind first. Let me read this and then we're going to get into uh, some teaching here. Remember, no more effort is is required to aim high in life, meaning to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. This is a different English written, obviously. So let me paraphrase that. It's going to take the same amount of energy for you to get what you want in your life than it is to settle for mediocrity and you not getting what you want. This is why when people say it's hard, I mean, <laughs> listen, choose your hard very carefully then. Let me play that game with you. Let me play the game with you for the people who say it's hard. I'll, I'll, I'll work with you here. Okay, it's hard. Gotcha. Okay. Well, it's hard if you settle for less, live a life of regret, never live up to your potential. That's hard, isn't it? It's hard if you go after what you want. You'll grow as a person. You know? Like, let's think about this in percentages. If you don't do nothing at all, and this is a this is a test, then you get a 0% on the test. Right? An absolute F. But what if you just tried and went for what you wanted and you end up getting a 70? Isn't that better than a zero? Like, it's hard either way. So you got to choose what hard are you talking about? The hard that's filled with regret and pain, right? And this frustration and depression and anxiety. Or are you talking about hard of challenge? Uh, being focused, um, experiencing learning lessons, growing. I mean, you get to choose. But here's here's the bottom line. He says it. Love this quote, by the way. No more effort is required to aim high in life, to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. You have friends who just want to accept misery and poverty. That's all they care about. That's what they're locked to, that that's what they're locked into. But abundance and prosperity, it's always there for you. Always. But you got to make a decision. So, what's the first step to reprogram in our mind? We got to believe we can actually do that. That's the point here. After working with so many people over the years, a person must have some type of belief that they can make it happen, that they can change, that they can get what they want in their life. They don't believe it. It ain't going to happen. Close minded. So reprogramming your mind is one of the most essential steps to getting what you want in your life. It absolutely is. So many people are just on autopilot. They are thinking and feeling and acting like the person they were last year, the person they were 10 years ago, there's been no growth. There's been no growth because they do not invest in themselves. They do not continue to increase their thinking. And that's why they stay stuck. That's what happens. So, having said that, having said that, that was in Think and Grow Rich. Napoleon Hill, okay, that book probably has made, I don't know, 
More millionaires than any other book, that's for sure. Besides the Bible, I'd probably say that's the next <laughs> most powerful book out there. Because he clearly lays out so many essential steps to getting what you want in your life. So anything that I'm saying is nothing that I'm making up. Okay? This is what I've studied. I've learned from my mentor, Bob Proctor. Okay? He learned it from Earl Nightingale. He, he, Earl Nightingale learned it from Napoleon Hill. I mean, listen, there's nothing new here, okay? What's new is what are you going to do today that's different? Are you going to make a decision to go after what you want? And it starts with making a decision to do that in the first place. So what does that actually look like? What does it actually look like to make a decision and start reprogramming your mind? Well, let's, let's take a look. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We have talked about this so many times. There we go. Okay. We've talked about this quite a few times. Three things that you need to get what you want in your life. You need to have clarity. You need to have the right mindset and you got to take the right action. That's what has to happen. Again, you're not going to do any of these steps unless you absolutely believe you can get what you want in your life. Like you just have to be convinced with yourself. Like I was reading this yesterday to a client. This is really good. I want to read it verbatim. I always paraphrase it, but I'm, I'm going to read it verbatim here. This is coming from the science of getting rich. What is the first principle in the science of getting rich? To do things in the way you want to do them, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. Excuse me. To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. Did you hear what I said? To think what you want to think is to think truth regardless of appearances. Guys, stop looking in your outside world for evidence. Okay? Stop looking for validation. Stop looking to see is it happening? Is it happening? When you do shit like that, you're thinking like a person who wouldn't manifest it who wouldn't get it you're thinking like someone who doesn't believe to think truth is to think about what you want regardless of your physical results that's exactly what it means so instead of you getting caught up in what's happening in your bank account instead of you getting caught up with what happened at work you're continuing to focus on what you want instead Let me read this again. To think what you want to think means you are thinking your own truth regardless of the appearances you see. To think truth requires the expenditure of more power than any other work you have to perform. This is especially true when your truth is contrary to the appearances. 
Every appearance in the visible world tends to produce a corresponding form in the mind which observes it. This can only be prevented by holding the thought of the truth. This is why I said, I read it yesterday. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. How can the feeling of naturalness be achieved? Uh, the secret lies in one word and one word, one word only, and that is imagination. So you got to use your imagination to think about what you want, even though currently right now, your current circumstances doesn't match that, that image. Okay. Now let me show you why this is so important. We're going to skip ahead here. I'm going to show you why this is so important. We're going to use the stick person concept for this. Okay, can everybody see that? I know we're good on YouTube. How about on TikTok? That's Okay, so check this out. Why are so many people fail to reprogram their mind? Why do they fail to get what they want in their life? Um, why are they continuing to experience the word called struggle? It's very simple. They're looking at their results. They see the negative result. Does everybody see that? They see the negative result. See, hear, smell, taste, and touch are the sensory factors you are using to communicate with your outside world. Does that make sense? You have these senses here that helps you communicate with your outside world. You have to stop using those senses to think about what you want to think, regardless of whatever is happening. This is what we're talking about. Okay. The first step to getting what you want in your life is you got to think about what you want, regardless of whatever is happening right now. The problem is, is you have these sensory factors. You see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. And it makes sense. Because you're looking at me right now using one of your sensory factors. You're seeing what I'm saying. You're hearing what I'm saying. So that's a good thing right now. But most people are still using these in a negative way, though. Let me continue here. They see the negative result, which causes them to do what? Think negatively. And because they're thinking negatively, they feel negative. They feel negative. Now, if you're just joining us, okay, what are we talking about today? We're talking about the process of reprogramming your mind so you can get what you want in your life. Right now, what I'm using is called the stick person concept, which 
this is you. This is your mind, the big circle. The small circle is your body. And it's your mind that controls your body. And you have two parts to your mind. The part where you think and the part where you feel. And it's always your emotions that will drive the actions that you take. And that's why you get the results you're getting. Not necessarily because you know better, but because the doing part of your mind is what's controlling what you're doing, which is the emotional part of your mind. So when Wallace D. Watto says this statement in the book, to do things in a way you want to do them, to get what you want in your life, you're going to have to acquire the ability to think for yourself. It's exactly this. That's what he's saying. Most people don't know how to think for themselves because this is what they're doing. They look at the negative result. They see it with their, their sensory factor, their senses. See, hear, smell, taste, touch. They see the negative result. I don't have money in, in, in my bank account. So-and-so is annoying. They don't respect me at work. I'm not getting paid enough money. Nothing's working on social media. It, it goes on and on and on. They keep looking at the negative results all day. And what happens? They start to think about that negative result over and over and over again. Then they start to feel the emotion of that negative thought. And what happens? They act negatively and it's just it's a never ending loop. It goes on and on and on and on. And this lasts sometimes for people like a lifetime, their entire life. They're doing this. Why? Because, one, they don't study any information. Two, they don't know how to think for themselves. You got to hold your own truth. Let me tell you how that works. Here's the other reason, too, by the way, because I wanted to bring this to your guys' attention. There is no labor from which most people shrink as they do from that of sustained and consecutive thought. It is the hardest work in the world. The hardest work in the world is to think for yourself, especially today. Because we are constantly distracted. I mean, think about how much energy you're spending experiencing what we call life today. When you pick up your phone. Think about how much energy you're using just to interface with the phone itself on top of everything else. So let's, let's go through this again. What are you looking at? This is you. This is your mind. This is your body. First part of your mind is where you think. That doesn't really control what you do. It's the second part of your mind that controls what you do. Your emotional mind. It's your emotions that drive your actions, and it's your actions that sets up the manifestation of your results through cause and effect, okay? So what people are doing wrong is they're using their sensory factors, what they see, hear, smell, taste, touch, to control what they think about. They see the negative circumstance in their life, and they just keep thinking about it over and over and over again. And they never stop and say, you know what? I see that that's there, but I'm no longer going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on this. And what are we talking about when we say that? 
What we're talking about is this. Uh, let me do it this way. What you have to do is use your imagination to think about what you want instead. You got to visualize it. That's what you have to do. Okay. You got to use your imagination to see what you want. Life, I mean, it's so funny the way this life is. Think about how genius God is. I'm going to give you sensory factors so you know how to communicate with your outside world. But at the same time, I'm going to give you these non-physical sensory factors that allow you to alter your world. Does that make sense? If we did not have something called imagination, we'd just be just like these animals rolling around here. The animals don't imagine anything. They just operate based on instinct. They interface with their physical environment. That's how they operate. We don't do that. Now, people, majority of people get caught up in living their life that way, and that's why they're not happy. But just think about how genius this is. First, we're going to give you some sensory factors, what you see, hear, smell, taste, touch, so you can communicate with your outside world, so you can operate in it, right? You got to know you're going to pick something up, right? You, you got to see where you're going, of course. But at the same time, we're also going to give you these non-physical sensory factors or what is also known as your higher faculties that are non-physical but give you the same ability to see, hear, smell, taste, and touch. I mean, literally, you can use your imagination to replicate all those senses, but it's in your imagination. So those higher faculties for people who don't know Imagination, will, reason, intuition, perception, and memory. So to start thinking what you want to think, regardless of whatever is happening, you're going to have to use your imagination. That's what you got to use. And when you're using your imagination, you need to exercise your will, which is your ability to hold that imagination, to focus on it. So while Nancy over there is talking her shit and being negative, you're not even thinking about her. You're somewhere else in your mind. Like, I, by now, like, that's the way I am. When someone's talking about something that's negative, I literally am not there. I'm somewhere else already with my mind. Because it doesn't do anybody, it doesn't do anybody any good. It's a waste of energy. Okay? You got to use your imagination to think your own truth regardless of appearances. You got to hold that truth in your mind using your will, your ability to focus. Okay? You got to stop listening to negative Nancy by exercising your reason, which is your ability to accept or reject. So let's continue. 
you use your imagination to think about what you want, which leads to that a positive, that which leads to a positive emotion through the repetition, which I love calling emotional repetition. Your actions change and the results change. That's what ends up happening. Now, just because you just because you're seeing this, you're like, you know what? This is great information. That doesn't mean anything. Again, the doing part of your mind is where your emotional mind is at. It's your subconscious mind. Just because you know doesn't mean you're gonna do. Let me show you guys this. There is a gap between what you know and what you actually do. What controls this gap? What controls this gap? Your subconscious mind. Your conditioning, that's what controls the gap. That is what's controlling the gap between what you know and what you do. Now, check this out. You know You know you should start that business you've been thinking about. Eating healthy, being more positive, prioritizing yourself, but you don't end up doing it. Why? It's your subconscious mind that's stopping you. That's why. It's your subconscious mind stopping you. So why am I bringing this to your attention? Because the only way you're going to start doing what you said you were going to do you're going to have to use your imagination to think about what you want, regardless of your current results. Why do you think so many people never get around to doing what they want to do? Because they're so caught up in where they are right now and in the past. They're using that as justification on why they can't take action moving forward. It's the most craziest thing. We all go through it. All of us. So... I remember in my life when I was in my 20s where, again, I was, you didn't want to hang around me, okay? I was so serious, never smiled, very cold towards people in the world. Why? Well, you know, if you don't know my story, parents were drug addicts, sexually abused as a child, so I became very cold towards people. I hated people. Didn't trust anybody. So when I got into relationships, I knew 
I should have been doing better, that I could communicate better, that I could smile more, but I wasn't doing it. Because the negative experiences were inside my subconscious mind and I had yet to reprogram what was happening there. Does that make sense? So not, this, is, this is why it's a joke. And I'm not, I guess that maybe that's the wrong word. But when somebody says or thinks, I'm going to take this one course and that's it. I'm going to read this one book one time and I'll have all the answers. No, you won't. Doesn't work that way. Your subconscious mind requires, requires emotion to access it and repetition to make an idea permanent. So if the idea for you right now is start a business, you need to get that idea in your subconscious mind, meaning you need to use your imagination to see the business successful, feel the emotion of what it means to get your business to a very successful level. What will that give you? What will that look like? What's the emotions? And you got to start making decisions like you're like you are that person and you got to start living that way. And the repetition of doing all that, you're going to alter your subconscious mind. But in order to do that, you've got to make a decision to want to do it in the first place, which is why we talked about nobody's ready for a thing uh, until they believe they can acquire it. The state of mind must not be mere hope or wish. You, You can't. Oh, well, I hope I changed my. No, it doesn't work. I talked to some. Well, we'll see. Really? You know what? You're right. We will see. We will see that it won't change. Because when you say we'll see, that doesn't sound like someone who believes. When you believe something, you don't say I hope, we'll see, I wish. It's I expect, I assume. It's done already. What are we talking about? The energy is different. So to close that knowing doing gap... You first got to make a decision to want to do that because it's going to be a challenge. You're going to have people looking at you like, what are you doing? And the only and the only response to those people is, well, what are you doing? Because if they don't have the results that you want. Don't even pay attention to them. Do not pay attention to them. Okay. Because those people will lead you down the path of destruction. All right? So, let's start here. Let's start here. I've been doing this for many years. So, where I am today, I'm not doing the same things I was doing in the beginning. But if I had to start over again, this right behind me is exactly what I would do. Okay? And I did do it. It just wasn't this organized. So let's go through this. If you're going to get the things that you want in your life, you need to have order in your mind, in your life. Bob Proctor, my mentor, always says, what is heaven's first law? It's order. A, B, C. One, two, three. Organized. Simple. Okay. Let's, let's, Let's look at this. First, you need to get clear on where you're going. 
What does that look like? Your purpose in life, what you love to do. Then you're going to create a vision based on that. What does that all look like? Then you're going to set a goal. Then you're going to set a goal. That's clarity, knowing where you're going. Then you need to reprogram your mindset. What does that look like? Self-image. You need to think, feel, and act like the person who would achieve this goal. That's as simple as, as, as I can make it. That's as simple as I can make it. You got to think, feel, and act like the person who would achieve this goal. Meaning you need to think, feel, and act from the goal. Hold on really quick. Because nothing's going to happen unless you don't address that step, by the way. Because you can get clear on what you want. But if you don't change your self-image, uh, you're going you're gonna to self-sabotage yourself, basically. So here's, here's the deal. I want you guys all right now to just think for a second here. If you had what you wanted already, if you were living the life that you wanted, what would you be doing differently today? How different would you be thinking? What emotions would you be experiencing? What actions would you be taking? Like that's it. Listen, I, I, I'm not... I'm not in the business of telling you why other techniques don't work. There's so many things out there on manifestation, all these different tools that people are using. I'm not in the business of telling you don't do that. I'm in the business of making it very simple and straight to the point. If you want to get the things that you want in your life, you're going to have to become that person first. That's what self-image is all about. Is you got to feel like that person. Let's go back to it. The power of awareness by Neville Goddard. He says in the chapter called failure. He says the fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. If it doesn't feel natural, it ain't going to happen. How can this feeling of naturalness be achieved? The secret lies in one word and one word only imagination. That's why we just looked at it. You got to use your higher faculties, imagination, to think what? He says it right here in the science of getting rich. To think what you want is to think your truth regardless of appearances. You use your imagination to think your own truth regardless of whatever's going on. And when you start to do that, you stop allowing everybody and everything to control you. And then what happens? It becomes natural. You start to become that person. Okay, so that's what self-image is all about. Now, what else? You got to change your belief system. I read it here, ladies and gentlemen. What did he say? In the, in the desire chapter, think and grow rich. There's a difference between wishing for a thing and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until he believes he can acquire it. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. We got to look at our belief system. Some of you guys watching right now, you believe money's bad. Well, no, no, no wonder you struggle with your money. Because you have negative energy around it. Well, Devori, well, you don't understand. Like, I, I, I'm not making any money. I could barely get by. No, you don't understand. 
You're allowing your results to control your thinking. There is only one way out of this mental prison, and it is to take control of what you're thinking about. That's it. There is no other way. You got to start thinking your own truth. Guys, I'm not saying anything that's theory here. Go read up on Oprah. Go read up on Jeff Bezos. I'm going to take the most, the richest people in the world. Go read up on all of them, and guess what you're going to find? They all did the same thing. They all did the same thing. They had an image of what they wanted in their mind. The physical appearance did not match that image. Understand something. Jeff Bezos started Amazon in the 90s before there was really internet. What are we talking about here? He had an image. He used his imagination. He didn't use the physical appearances. Well, the world's not ready for the internet. You can't sell books online. Really? So, guys, um, I'm not saying anything that's theory here. I always recommend for people to go read autobiographies. Because everything that we're saying, it's laid out in there. In everybody's story. They started to think their own truth regardless of appearances. If you think about Roger Bannister, the first person to run a four-minute mile, how many times did people say back then that that was not physically possible? According to the physical circumstances, you can't run a a four-minute mile. Well, Roger Bannister did not focus on the physical appearances. He focused on his imagination. So, again, you got to change your belief system. You got to focus on your imagination. You got to become this person. Then you got to change your habits. You got to start doing something differently. Because everything that's happening in our life is because of our habits. That's what it is. Like some people, some of you guys, you have a habit of waking up too late. So you never get anything done productively. Well, how are you going to change if you don't wake up early? I'm not saying you need to wake up at 4 a.m. to be successful. You know when you you need to wake up. You know the time that you should be putting in to your dreams. Excuse me. But are you doing it? Do you, do you have the habits? Every time you see that you're not doing what you said you're going to do and you're not getting the results you want is because you're not programmed to. That's why. You got to program yourself to do it. And what's the third thing here? You got to take the right actions. You got to have a plan. Okay? You got to have some type of plan that you're executing every day. You got to have some plan. You, you just can't set a goal and then, well, what are you doing today? Right? And this plan is based on productive activities. Let's talk about that. What does it mean to create a plan that is based on productive activities? Excuse me. Well, let's look at it. A lot of people in today's world are busy being busy and never getting anything done. That's unproductive activities. Productive activities is doing the thing you know you should be doing to get the results you're looking for. 
So if you're looking to get results in the gym, then that means you're going to the gym. You're not on YouTube trying to research the same exercise a thousand different ways. You're spending more time in the gym than you are doing research. Like this is so simple, guys, but I promise you, most people don't understand it. When's the last time you sat down and you actually created a plan for yourself? Very simple. Most people don't understand it. Then what you need to do in this action part is you got to get a mentor. Got to get an accountability partner. You got to start working with people who have the results you want. That's, that's as clean as I can make it. As simple as it, I, I can make it. Listen. <laughs> I laugh because I was that guy before. I'm going to do it myself. Really. We'll see how far that gets you. Trying to do it yourself. Trying to wing everything. When the results... Sorry for the people on YouTube. There we go. The results are telling you, you don't know what you're doing. Why don't you go to someone who knows what they're doing? That's what success is all about. It leaves clues on what should be done to get the result. That's why you got it. That's why you have to have a mentor. You should have an accountability partner. Could be your mentor. But you got to have somebody in your life that understands what you're trying to do. Not only do they understand what you're trying to do, they understand the mindset part of it. That's who you really want in your corner. Think about this. And I've, I've made this mistake too. You've got some goal, some dream, some idea. And you're trying to do all this with your buddy. But your buddy is just as ignorant as you are. And your buddy starts saying things like, well, I don't know if this is going to happen. Or maybe you should do this. Maybe you should do that. Your buddy's not, never even got any results in it. So why are you listening to his opinion? Guys, this is a higher level of thinking that we're talking about here. Successful people work with successful people. Successful people go to the experts. Successful people have coaches, mentors. Successful people invest most of their time and energy where? Into themselves. There is no other way around it, folks. A lot of you guys want the cheat code. That is the cheat code. You are the cheat code. Does that make sense? <laughs> People are like looking out there for the cheat code and it's like you're the cheat code all along. You need to invest in yourself. You need to get yourself around the right people. Don't give me the, the listen. Well, Devori, where am I going to find them? You know, do I have to pay money? You sound like a failure when you talk like that. Why can't you just say, hey, you know what? That's what I'm going to do. I will find somebody. I will get a mentor. I will make this happen. I will surround myself with the right people. I don't care what it takes. Do you see the difference in the mindset? And you wonder why people stay stuck is because they're thinking lack and scarcity and they're not thinking abundance and prosperity. Okay. 
And the last step here is your journal, which is what I love using. And I actually use every page of my journal here already. So I started a fresh one, which is over there. But this is my journal. This is where I write out everything that I just said. I'm basically writing out my life and I'm reprogramming my mind every time I do it. Because when I write these things out, I'm thinking about this. I'm getting emotion involved in it. I'm taking action from this place. So what happens? Well, the thing that happens is what I wrote out. It's what I wrote out. I wrote here, my purpose is to use my gifts and talents to help others succeed. That's what I'm doing now. My vision is to become a world-class coach, speaker, and mentor. Listen, it's exactly who I am right now. It's exactly why you keep watching me. Because I'm really great at what I do. And I'm, I'm just scratching the surface. I'm just getting started. I'm so excited on where I'm going to be in the next 10 years. But I've been writing that down. That's who I am. A successful marriage, business, family life. My wife, she has her own business. We don't have any problems. She has a different schedule than I do. We both work from home. We're still able to do everything we want to do. And we're able to do it together. A successful marriage. We support each other. We're there for each other. We're each other's best friend. I've been writing that down. What's the habit? The habit I've been writing down is I'm serving others at the highest level. Again, I'm just scratching the surface here. I'm just getting started. Like there is no limit to what I'm going to achieve in my life. And I'm saying this not to impress you. I'm saying this to impress upon you. You can do the same thing. You can get what you want in your own life. My self-image, confident, successful, grateful, committed, disciplined, persistent. That's who I am. That's why I keep showing up here on TikTok. Guys, this stuff is very simple. Most people don't understand. This is why if I could go back... I would do these steps. I've developed these steps over the last few years. I've, I've been mastering each of these steps. So where do you start? You got to start with getting clear on your purpose in life. That's where you start. If you want to reprogram your mind so you can get the things that you want, you got to have a definite purpose. You got to have a definite purpose. Oh, oh by the way, I'm going to read it to you. Just so you know it's real. Because our good man, Napoleon Hill, only wrote so many books about it. Okay? He says it right here. He says it right here. Um, actually, I'm on the wrong page right before I was about to say it. <laughs> 
Where is it at here? Oh, yeah, here it is. There is one quality which one must possess to win. That is a definite, a definiteness of purpose. The knowledge of what one wants and a burning desire to possess it. Let's go through that again. There is one quality which one must possess. If you want to get what you want in your life, whatever it is, you got to have this. You got to have a purpose. You got to know exactly what you want. And you have to have the desire for it. Which is what clarity is all about. See, what is the most powerful emotion? Do you guys know? Who can tell me what the most powerful emotion in the world is? Let's see. Let's see if anybody knows. You guys are going to love this next part, by the way. Who knows? I'm trying to find it here for us. But I'll tell you right now. Love. Yep, you guys are on TikTok. That's exactly right. Love. You got to fall in love with your life. You got to fall in love with what you want. That's that's the mistake that people make. They're not in love with what they say that they want in their life. They're not really in love. They're getting it for greedy reasons. They're, they want to get it because they feel lack in scarcity. Not because they're abundant. There's a difference. Listen. What it means to fall in love with your purpose in life means that I could be sitting here for the next 10 hours and I'm never thinking about getting paid. I'm just thinking about helping you. Now, I would love, I would love to get paid and get my business to seven figures. That would, that would be amazing. Thank you. I appreciate it. Love you. Um, but I don't need it. I don't need a million dollars. I would love to have a million dollars because I know I'm going to be able to help more people. Right. That means I can hire people to help me create more content so I can reach more people. I can hire more people to improve the way that I coach people. I would love that. That would be nice. That would be wonderful. And obviously that's my goal. That's what I write down. But I don't need it. Because I'm more in love with helping people. Serving you guys at the highest level. That's what matters. If I just focus there, the money will show up sooner or later. And besides, I don't know if I'll live till I'm 80. What if I die tomorrow? What if I spend the next 24 hours just keep thinking about getting money from people and then I die? I mean, God, that's a shitty way to go. I'm just telling you what I wish someone would have told me, guys. You got to start with your purpose in life. You got to fall in love with something. You got to have some emotion of love towards what you, what, what you want. That's why I'm telling you all this because 
When you truly love something, you can give a shit less about what other people think. You're not wrapped up in materialistic things. You're not looking for instant gratification. You're not. Because the most powerful emotion in the world is love. Remember, what did I say? What controls your actions? Your emotions. It's your emotions that control your actions. So when you love something, you act differently. <laughs> Guys, that's why, that's why everything that people tell you to do, none of it's going to work unless you fall in love with an idea. Like my, my main mission here is to serve you to the highest level in a way that makes you start to fall in love with the life that you really want to live. Because once you've got that, <laughs> you've got it. Nothing's going to stop you then. Nothing's going to stop you then. Like, you got to fall in love with your life. you got to fall in love with yourself. You got to fall in love with a different way of thinking. And the only way you're going to do that is using your imagination. Make it, you have to make a decision to do that in the first place. So, um, guys, I love doing this. I mean, I could go all day. This is my purpose in life. I want the same for you. I want you to be able to wake up in the morning and say to yourself, God, I just, I am loving what I'm doing. And I could keep doing it. Oh, by the way, I finally found what I was going to read. <laughs> the emotions of faith, love, and sex, when mixed with any thought impulse, will give it greater action than any of these emotions can do singly. All thoughts which have been emotionalized and mixed with faith begin immediately to translate themselves into their physical equivalent or counterpart. Guys. Did you hear what I said? All thoughts which have been emotionalized, mixed with faith, love, begin immediately to translate themselves into their physical equivalent or counterpart. So you got to get that imagination going. You've got to see what you want. Got to think truth regardless of appearances. And you got to fall in love with that. You see... When you're falling in love with it, you're not acting like you're not there. You're acting like you are there because you have been consumed by the idea. There's, there's this nice little concept Bob Proctor was sharing one day in a training. He was saying this quote, and I don't know where, who the gentleman is, but he was saying how he was very grateful for the idea that used him. You got to get the idea that will consume you. That's how your actions are going to change. A lot of people are like, I don't have any motivation. I have no discipline. I'm not inspired. Why? Because you're not living your purpose. You're not doing what you love to do. How are you going to be disciplined with doing something you hate? That doesn't make any sense. Now, will you become disciplined Doing things you don't want to do? Yeah. Why? 
because you've already fallen in love with what you want. That's why you're doing them. But you're not just going to straight up start becoming disciplined, doing things you don't want to do just for no reason. You're going to have something emotionally driving you. This is why parents go to the ends of the earth for their children. It's the emotion of love that is driving them to do that. They'll do whatever it takes. Now, you got to look at your goal like the same thing. It's a child. In fact, for most people, not to get very graphic here, but for most people, um, the, the idea hasn't even been conceived yet. It's still swimming around. How do you get your goal, your dream, the life that you want to be conceived? You got to make a decision. You got to say, come hell or high water. You got to say, someone's going to have to kill me to stop me from getting what I want in my life. I don't care how long it takes. This is what I'm going to do. And along the way, guys, you're going to be tested. I know already. You're going to be tested. You're going to have people who try to slow you down. Why don't you just take a break? Listen, I made a decision a long time ago that I'm going to do this. I don't know how much time I got left on this earth, so I might as well go after what I really want. If I'm not going after what I really want, I'm not a fulfilled person. I'm no use to anybody at that point. So fall in love with the idea. So let's recap everything we were talking about today because we talked about quite a few things. The whole point of today's training was getting into the concept of reprogramming your mind. Okay, why would you want to do something like that? Because nothing's going to happen unless you change who you are. And you are based on your subconscious mind. That's who you are. You don't get what you want. You get what you are. So if there's something that you're going after in your life, you're going to have to change the way you think. Which I said, in order to do that, you got to make a decision. You got to decide no matter what, this is exactly what you want to do. And you're able and willing to do whatever it takes. Some people aren't, are not there yet. Some people, they need to hit rock bottom to make a, a, a decision. They need to lose their family. They need to get a divorce. They need to be fired. They need to lose all their money, whatever. Because, um, what, what would I say? Because pressure is what creates diamonds. The pressure of dissatisfaction. You're dissatisfied. You're fed up with the way you're living. The results you keep attracting. And you get so fed up that you say, you know what? That's it. I am done. No more. Going this way. <laughs> right? So you got to make a decision. Then we said, you got to start thinking about what you want. Stop living in your circumstances and start living in your imagination. To think truth is to think what you want to think regardless of appearances. How do we do that? We use our imagination. How do we keep doing that? We use our will, the ability to focus. Every single day, we just keep doing it. Are you going to fall short? Yeah. Are you always going to do this? No. It's okay. But you keep doing it anyway. You keep keep waking up. Keep making that decision. Then we talked about how you have to make the changes in your subconscious mind 
And the only way to do that is with emotion, emotional repetition. And I gave you guys a couple of, a couple of ideas that would help you do that. One idea is you got to change your self-image. You got to start to think, feel, and act like the person who would already achieve that goal that you have for yourself. Great example here. Devori, um, I want to leave my job and I want to have my business. Okay, cool. Um, how much money do you need to be making in order to leave your job? Oh, I don't know. Oh, you don't know. So have you sat down and did, and, and did the math? No. Really? Okay, why not? You see, people are not thinking like the person they want to become. If you wanted to be the person who would lead their job and start their own business, you would have done the math already. If you were the person that was going to leave your job and go start a successful business, you would give a shit about what people are saying when you go to work. You would stop allowing them to get you so triggered. You would tune them out. Why? Because you don't care anymore. You know what you're doing. But if you're going if, if to do that, you need to follow a, a blueprint here. You need, you need to get a plan. And the second thing is you, you got to fall in love. You have a reason for being here. You have a reason. There's something you really want to do. There's something that you love. And you got to go all in on that. Why? Because like Napoleon Hill said, he said it right here. All thoughts which have been emotionalized, mixed with faith and love, begin immediately to translate themselves into their physical equivalent or counterpart. This is why I'm sitting here today, folks. I love helping people. I wasn't always on TikTok. I just joined TikTok in May, May 18th. Why am I, why am I where I am on TikTok today? Because I have fallen in love with the idea of helping people. I don't give a shit about the money. A lot of people get on TikTok for the money. They want to get the money. That's why they fucking lose every single time. And I'm saying that because it's a cold, hard truth. Stop doing everything for money and start doing shit that you really love to do. And you'll see a change. Will it take a little bit? Yes. Will, will, it, will it take some time? Will you go through some obstacles and some challenges? Absolutely. But what's the alternative? The alternative is you keep doing what you've been doing and you live a life of, of regret. I mean, just do calculate the risk here, folks. What's a higher risk? Staying where you are and doing what you've been doing or finally stepping out and doing what you love to do? What's the higher risk? Think about that. You might say, well, in the short term, it seems like if I go after what I want, that will be a higher risk. Don't get smart with me. I'm talking long term. When it's all said and done, what's the higher risk here? If you keep doing what you've been doing, will you even make it to the end of your life? Or will you be like so many other people out there and slip in a state of depression? And never come back from that. There's a lot of people that happens to. Or will you be that person who hates their life so much they get sick. And then they get cancer. 
I'm telling you the cold hard truth here. Or, 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 you can decide today that no matter what, I don't care where I am, I don't care if it's negative $1,000 in your bank account today. That doesn't mean anything. That has nothing to do with the, with the decision you need to make. Your decisions should always be based on what you want. That's how you make decisions so fast. You know what you want. And then you take action. Like, I, I don't care if you're just starting over. Excuse me. I don't care if you're in a job right now. Make a decision. And every single day, just take one step forward, one step forward, one step forward. Do one thing. But to just say you're not going to do anything at all, well, I can't help you then. God can't help you. And that's what everybody gets wrong. They think God is supposed to do the work for them. You are absolutely confused. God has given you everything you need to succeed. But if you don't start listening and you don't start taking action, you're going to stay where you are. Like he's given us all the food we need, but he's not going to put it in the refrigerator. <laughs> That's your job. And that requires a decision to be made. All right, guys. Now we're going to spend some time answering questions. I appreciate everybody that's been on this live training so far. That's what we've been talking about, reprogramming your mind. So let's hop into a lot of the questions. I know we have people here on YouTube. So let me make sure I, I, I go to my faithful YouTube viewers here. And see what's going on here. All right, let's see what you guys are talking about on TikTok. I know we have a lot of questions here. I love it. Keep sending them. Get them likes up. <laughs> share, share the live stream. <laughs> Gotta let people know. Uh, all right, I'm going to go back as far as I can and then make my way. Actually, I'm doing it wrong. Let me slide this over. Yeah, there we go. Oh, now I can see. Now I can see. All right. I'm screen recording this. Good. Should I try to stop thinking negatively because it's very hard? Oh my God, there goes that there goes that hard word. You don't have to stop thinking negatively. Start thinking positively instead. Do you, do you see the difference? Should I stop thinking negatively? No. You should just start thinking positively. If you want to know one way to get, get there is start doing gratitude every day. I understand that. But why is it so hard to maintain a positive frame of mind? Guys, this is what I'm saying. So listen. A person leaves a comment and says, should I try to stop thinking negatively because it's very hard? They're finished already because they, they wrote that sentence. And then, then they come back and they say, I understand, 
but why is it so hard to maintain a positive frame of mind? No, you don't understand. If you understood, you wouldn't ask questions like that. Do you guys understand what I'm saying? <laughs> no pun intended here. If you understood the power of your mind, if you understood yourself, if you understood the process of being in control of yourself, you wouldn't ask questions like that. You don't understand. So what should you do? What should you do to start understanding? You need to study the right information every day. Guys, I'm not telling you anything I'm not doing myself. Look at this. Book holder, same page the entire year. Same quote. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. Why, why have I been reading that? Guys, I've done everything a person can do online to try to be successful. I've done it all. I've done it all. I've done the ads. I've done the coaches. I've done all that. The answer is not in the strategy. The answer is feeling natural that I am that person already. You have the answer. It's inside you, but you, you, you gotta, you gotta study me telling you, isn't going to cut it. It just isn't. You've got to commit yourself to say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to make an investment in myself every day by reading the way that I want to start acting. Nobody wants to hear that though. Nobody's ready for that conversation. You're telling me I need to study every day to get what I want. Yeah, absolutely. Are you willing to pay the price? I mean, that's a cheap price in my opinion. It's a cheap price. Or, you know what? You keep doing what you're doing. Keep wasting money. It's up to you. Is using your imagination thinking. It absolutely is. You are spot on. You are spot on. You are not thinking when you're just communicating with your outside world. That's not thinking. Thinking is when you're actually creating new ideas in your mind, seeing these ideas, and internalizing them with your emotion, and then acting on them. That's true thinking right there. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is a good one. I don't have any feelings at all. Yeah, you do. Because... I know you get upset. I know you get angry. That's an emotion. The thing about it is, the thing about it is, you just need to train your, you, you got to hit the gym. That's like somebody saying, yeah, I don't have any bicep muscles whatsoever. So what should you do? Go to the gym. Start hitting biceps. You got to start where you are. Just start where you are. I don't care. I don't care where you guys are at right now. It, your life can change. It can absolutely change. It does not matter where you are right now. Is this Bob Proctor's paradigm idea? It sure is. I just like saying it in my own way, keeping it simple. It's a sign if you want it to be. That's the thing about it. That's the way it works. I appreciate that. I'm glad you guys are following me. I'm very grateful. 
Yeah, see Wesley Falls. Exactly right. If you believe it is, then it is. Use that. Listen, whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're going to be right either way. That's why I don't get into the business of convincing anybody of anything. Because if you don't believe it, it doesn't matter what I say. Oh, we had somebody on YouTube. I started the road towards finding my purpose. Excuse me. But I did slip into that depression that you spoke about. How do I know if I picked the right purpose to get back on track? It's very simple. Is it something you truly love to do? If so, have you been making time for it? Does using your imagination take practice or extra focus or is using my imagination a feeling? <clears throat> no, using your imagination takes practice. It's not a feeling. The feeling comes after the imagination. Imagination is a thought. The thought is what causes the feeling. Okay. Let's see here. Exactly. Exact. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce your name, but you said, um, I am a blessing. I, you are doing what I want and will do. Yeah, you can absolutely do it. There's not enough people. Emotional repetition. Don't know what that means? Let's go back to it. Let's go back to it. You have a conscious mind and you have a subconscious mind. This is you. This is your mind right here. Smaller circle is your body. Your body is an instrument of your mind. Your body does exactly what the mind tells it to do. Your organs does not think for itself. The brain and the mind does that. Okay? So the first part of your mind is your conscious mind. This is where you think. And the second part of your mind is your emotional mind. This is where your subconscious mind is located. This is what controls your actions. Emotional repetition. What does that mean? In order to make a change in your subconscious mind, you must continue to place an idea repeatedly by getting emotionally involved in it. I'll give you a great example. This is why they say use affirmations. If you keep saying the same affirmation over and over and over again and you get very emotional about it, it will go into your subconscious mind. This is exactly what happened to me and millions of other soldiers who served in the military. Listen, you can always spot someone who's been in the military. You may not me anymore because I've changed my self-image so much now. But they walk a certain way. They stand a certain way. They talk a certain way. They use their hands a certain way. You know they've been in the military. They're programmed. How? Emotional repetition. Every single day, every single day, there is training that happens backed up with emotion. There are affirmations that are said out loud when you go to boot camp that are backed up with emotions. That's that's how they do it. That's how they can change people in just just in 60 days. Uh let's see here. How do you get started? You get clear on your purpose in life. Don't know what to do? Just go over to my profile, watch my pinned video. For people on YouTube, you can just hit the link below. 
What was the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill? Do I do this for corporations? I have. But I've been working more with people. Uh, let's see here. Exactly. Um, uh, exactly. That's why I said, I don't believe you need to wake up at 4 a.m. I'm saying you need to look at your habits. Do you have the habits of somebody who would get the things that you want in your life? It's that simple. I used to wake up every day at 4 a.m. I don't do that anymore. Because I was programmed to from the military. I don't know how to go about planning what I want to do. And then you should book a call for sure. I'm struggling to do the action part. Well, that means you probably don't have the right goal. All right, listen. I could just get you guys removed from these comments. You guys need to knock it off with this stuff. Nobody said you needed to wake up early in the morning. If you were paying attention to what I said, what I was saying was you got to look at the habits of the person who would achieve the things that you want to achieve. And maybe that might mean you need to make more time in the morning to get things done. So you might have to wake up earlier. Nobody's browbeating evening people, so stop it, okay? My wife, she wakes up later than I do. And she makes more money than most and then more people than I know. So let's let's knock it off in the comments with that. Mentors are expensive, no? All right, listen. Okay. Are mentors expensive? No. I'll tell you what's expensive. You not making a decision, that's expensive. You not doing what you said you were going to do, that's expensive. You keep procrastinating on what you know you should be doing in your life, that's expensive. Why? Because it's costing you your happiness. It's costing you your time. It's costing you your health. So, no, it's not expensive. The fact that you even use the word expensive tells me you don't understand. And I'm saying that because... We, we, we've got to change our mindset here, people. Nothing is expensive. There is no shortage of money. You may not have the money for it, but that doesn't mean you can't get the money. This is why oftentimes when people are like, well, don't worry, I can't invest into my, my passion or I can't invest into my purpose. You're right because you have the wrong mindset. You're not thinking like a person who would figure it out and then end up investing into their purpose. You're not thinking that way. You're not thinking like the person who would figure it out. The person who would figure it out would never say, oh, this is too expensive or, oh, I don't have the money. They wouldn't say that. They would just say, what can I start doing? Let me run the numbers. What's the money I need to make today? What's the money I need to make this week? This month, what can I start putting to the side? Do I need to get a second job to save up the money? What can I do? Is what successful people think. 
They think about only ways that they can make it happen. Here's the other thing. Here. All right. Listen. I don't think you guys, some of you guys have not been paying attention. Just because you pick up this book, Think and Grow Rich, doesn't mean you're going to do it. 99% of people out there, they pick this book up and nothing changes. Why? Because they don't have the right information. They don't know how to read the book. They don't know how to study. They don't have an accountability partner. They don't have somebody in their life guiding them through this process. You are trying to change your identity. Do you honestly think you're going to do that by yourself? No. You're not. I didn't. Bob Proctor didn't. Earl Nightingale didn't. Napoleon Hill didn't. Everybody needs a mentor, a coach accountability partner help everybody does and if you think for a second that it's too expensive to pay for things like that then you shouldn't even be watching me you, sh you shouldn't because you're closed-minded closed minds do not inspire faith uh just don't just don't all right let's see what else what else we got All right. Well, Sage, let's have a conversation. And maybe we can help you find a mentor. I still didn't meet people who was in the same page and goal. Once a day, throughout the day. Yep, I do have a YouTube channel. Let's see here. Listen. Nothing is going wrong in your life. You just keep looking at it th from that perception. Why don't you start looking at what is going right? What is going good? Current results do not dictate your future. That's absolutely right. Thank you, baby. Well, maybe, maybe you have to, so what? What if you do become homeless? Then what? Is that the end of the world? I mean, if you do, then, then you do. It's okay. You will figure it out. Things are always working out for you.
All right, so this is a great question. I love this. I want to get into this right here. This is an amazing question from... I can't pronounce that, so I'm not even going to attempt. Do you think that genetics might be a factor to define if we will be successful or not? Well, I guess it depends on who you're talking to. My answer would be no, but in the same breath, it could be yes. Let me, let me first explain why I say yes. I say yes because if a person does not learn how to think for themselves and they are born from parents who are drug addicts and are not doing anything with their, with their lives, then they'll just repeat the same process so they won't be successful. But I say no because the person has the choice to start thinking for themselves, start seeking new information, and reprogram the way that they think. Everybody has the opportunity to do that. Nobody has robbed that opportunity. It's always here. But most people, they don't look at it that way. They're so caught up in their circumstances that they're blinded at the fact that they're choosing to still live that, that way. So... Can genetics define if you're going to be successful if you allow it? Like, again, my mom is a drug addict. Let me let me explain something to you guys, okay? This, this is really good. I'm going to go all the way back to my, my great-grandmother's generation. She was married three times, okay? Then she had kids. All of her kids were married. Now, one of her daughters was married twice to both men who not only molested their grandchildren, but beat her up. My grandmother is who I'm referring to. Then she had kids who were drug addicts, who also married men who molested people. Do you, do you see where I'm going? Okay. <laughs> so genetically, people are programmed. Unless they decide to change, which is what I've done. I don't resemble anything close to the way my family has been for generations. Why? Because I got the right information. I went to a mentor. His name is Bob Proctor. He's the best at explaining this stuff. And I've been learning from him ever since. And as a result, I no longer think, feel, or act like the person I was in my 20s. I'm no longer that person. I'm an entirely different person today. So when I know in my 20s, I used to get the urge to uh, do a lot of drinking, uh, get into smoking weed, uh, smoking cigarettes. Why? Because addictive behaviors genetically comes from my parents. Well, today I don't have those addictive behaviors anymore. So you can change it. Now, that's an entirely different uh, training, by the way, uh, conversation. And one of the best people on this topic is Bruce Lipton, Bob Proctor, and Joe Dispenza. Great question, by the way. I love you, though. How far will that get me? I don't know. How do you find your purpose? Uh, go to my profile and watch my pin video. Or you can book a call with me. What if what if I really need 
to fix my money situation. We cannot work for free because we need money, right? Then get a job. Earn the money. It's that simple. Uh, let's see here. I'm glad I was able to help you out today. I appreciate you watching. How can I find my purpose in a busy life? Simple. You could go to my profile, watch my pinned video. If you still can't get the answer, book a call. Oh, my God. These comments just keep flooding in. Uh, let's see here. Oh, wow. I have a lot of comments to catch up on here. Keep them coming. All right. I see a lot of how do I find my purpose. Listen, if any of you guys right now are thinking about how do you find your purpose, one, go to my profile, watch my pinned video. Then download the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet, which is in my profile. It's totally free. And if you still are having problems, schedule a call with me and I will help you. And for the people who are really serious, you need to get the ebook in the course. Uh, let's see here. You can do once a day or you can do throughout the day. It doesn't really matter. You got to be self-aware with what feels good to you when you're talking about journaling. I journal every day right before I go to sleep. Uh, the book is Think and Grow Rich. The other one I was reading from where I said the fact that it does not feel natural for you to be what you imagine yourself to be is a secret to your failure. That's Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. What books would you recommend to get started on the right path? Thinking or Rich, Power of Awareness. Why do I still feel insecure when I'm making changes to become more aligned? This is why. Your self-image. It's your self-image is why you feel insecure. You have a poor opinion of yourself and you need to change it. You need to understand first that you're a spiritual being, you have an intellect, and you're living in a physical body. So when you have insecurities about who you are, what your worth is, you're looking at it all wrong. You're thinking you're just a person. No, you're spiritually perfect, made in God's image. You have nothing to prove to anybody. Um, nobody's better than you. You're not better than anybody. We're all the same. But it's your self-image. Psycho-Cybernetics is a great book to get, by the way, in regards to that. Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. I'll say it again. Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. I know, I know a bunch of people who often say they feel uncomfortable. I don't know what you mean. In their success, but are still successful. Yeah, I mean, listen. I was very successful in the military. I got to the rank of E7 when I was 27 years old. I would have been there at 25, but they had changed the rules like a month before. 
Most people retire at the rank of E7 when they're 40, just to give you guys some context. So I did it in like more than half of, of the time. Like it was all I know is I was the youngest E7 I knew that I was aware of. So how was I able to achieve that success? Because I was following the laws, which is I had an imagination of the rank that I wanted, which I probably already got rid of it here for visual people. This is my last name when I served in the army. Okay. Um, I carried the rank with me everywhere I went. When I was at E6, I had a uniform in my closet that had E7 on it. Every folder in my computer was renamed to E7, Sergeant First Class, Darkens. I had another, so I had my my uh, my formal uniform, my dress uniform, you know, the one that it's all dressed up nice. It looks like you're wearing a suit. That one already had E7 on it. Then the regular uniform had E7 on it. Then I had the E7 in my pocket. So I was following what I'm telling you here. Let's let's look at it. I had a purpose. What was my purpose in the military? To be the best soldier I could possibly be and serve my country proud. What was my vision? I was going to go to all of the training courses I could, I could possibly go to. I wanted to get to the to the highest rank as quickly as possible. You know, I wanted to make sure that I could lead people. That was my vision. What was my goal? To get to the next rank. What was my self-image? I started acting like an E7. I started doing things that E7 soldiers would be doing. I was hanging around E7s. I started to believe it, that it was a foregone conclusion. It was going to happen. I changed my habits. I did things that E7s were doing, and I stopped doing what my peers were doing. I made a plan, and I executed that plan. I volunteer on every training I could possibly go to. I went to every school that was made available to me. I did everything possible. Specialized knowledge. I went to an E7. I went to an E9. Asked them, what, what should I do? And I started doing what they told me to do. And I started journaling it. I wrote it down. The thing about it is, is once I got there and I achieved the goal, I was empty. Why? Because that wasn't my true purpose. You see, you can follow these steps and still get what you, what you think you want in your life because it's all based on law. Meaning it doesn't matter whether it's true or fake. It doesn't matter whether it's real it's authentic. If you do exactly what this is saying, you will get results. Okay. Let's see here. Where do you think 40,000 can take you right now? I don't know what you're asking. What if you aren't sure about your purpose as multi-potential? Absolutely. Listen, um, this is a, an amazing, amazing question. I get this all the time. My recommendation is you need to get clear on everything that you're good at and see how you can bundle that all up into one thing that you love to do. And then if you still want to do other things, but just make that one thing the primary and make another thing alternate. Like, here's the bottom line. 
If you don't focus on one thing at a time, it's very unlikely that you will master it and you will get the results you're seeking. So my recommendation is to find the thing that you truly love to do that you can see yourself uh, doing for a long period of time, but make sure that all your talents will help you do it. So I'm great at a lot of things, graphic designing, coaching, mentoring, website, content creation. I have all these talents. I can make plenty of businesses based on that. But I have one business right now, and that is to mentor and coach people. I'm using all of those talents in this business. All right. I'm actually going to have to cut it short here, guys. Uh, I see a lot of your questions. I will be back here tomorrow to address those. So we're going to end it here with this. All you have to do, all you have to do uh, is make a, make a decision to get what you want in your life. Got to decide that you're going to do whatever it takes regardless. Someone would have to kill you to stop you. You got to start acting like that person. So you got to sit down and get clear. Um, and so here, here are the three steps. One, you could go to my profile and you could watch my pin video on how to discover your purpose. Two, you could get the ebook, which is this, the purpose blueprint. There's an ebook plus a course that you can get. And three, uh, you can also book a call with me if you still need your questions answered. Listen, guys, I love you. I'm very grateful I got to do this here with you today. And I'm sending you my love. And I can't wait to see you tomorrow. All right, guys. We are going to hop off here. Take care.